I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This morning, the beginning of the end. Australia's vaccine rollout schedule revealed as the first vaccines touch down. No guarantees. The Victorian Premier staying tight-lipped over whether the state will emerge from lockdown tomorrow, the decision hinging on today's case numbers. The woman at the centre of a Parliament House rape allegation speaks of how her claims were handled by the government. And the age-old question of which is worth more, Holden or Ford, almost answered. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia has turned a critical corner in the COVID-19 pandemic with the arrival of the first Pfizer vaccines in Sydney. Following the highly secretive operation, the Health Minister likened the event to the lunar landing. The eagle has landed. I am pleased to be able to tell Australians that shortly after midday, the first shipment of Pfizer vaccines arrived in Australia. Batch testing will now take place with the first doses expected to be administered on Monday. From today, consent forms for guardians of those in aged care will be available online while states prepare to administer the vaccines to priority groups. Phase one will see the jab administered from Pfizer hospital hubs to quarantine workers and border workers, followed by frontline healthcare workers exposed to the virus. Disability and aged care staff will be next with residents to follow. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will also receive the jab as part of the group. The four phases of the rollout will see all Australians able to be vaccinated by the end of October. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has revealed the Gold Coast will house the state's first vaccine hub with vials of the jab to arrive as early as next week. The Gold Coast University Hospital will be used as a trial spot for the vaccine at the end of the month as part of a slow rollout of the vital jab. It will then be sent to other regions across the state. A fruit market in Melbourne's north is the latest venue to be added to Victoria's growing number of exposure sites as the government refuses to rule out an extension of the five-day lockdown. Despite only one new locally acquired case, there are no guarantees the circuit breaker restrictions will be lifted tomorrow night. I'm not in a position to be able to confirm that. Everyone would like an answer right now about Wednesday night. We all would. But, you know, I can make something up if you like, but that's not going to be of any benefit to anybody. It comes as new figures reveal, despite the long-awaited vaccine arrival, large numbers of Victorian residents do not want to receive the jab. Victoria's Premier Daniel Andrews has been nominated for a prestigious political award despite overseeing the state's hotel quarantine bungle. Above all other state premiers, Andrews was shortlisted for the McKinnon Prize for his firm, decisive and courageous leadership. The award will be handed out next month with Scott Morrison, Josh Frydenberg and Greg Hunt also in the running. 
The mixed fortunes of the COVID-19 pandemic have been revealed this morning with some occupations seeing a major boom in demand. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. What do the figures tell us? Good morning, Jodie. Well, most of the jobs that have been protected, uh, as as you would expect, are broadly those that can be done from home. So they fell by less than 2% during the peak of the lockdown. They're up 3% by the end of last year, while those jobs with a high level of social contact, those that can't be done from home, collapsed by about 13%. We also saw people wanting more things fixed around the house with more people spending time at home. So between February and November last year, the biggest surge was for handy people. Numbers jumped by a third. Gardeners by more than a quarter. Also up cyber security experts, while the biggest falls were for house cleaners, waiters, concreters and beauty therapists, as well as childcare workers, physios, bricklayers and chefs. But Australians are bracing for more job losses from the end of next month, with more businesses likely to close when the government's JobKeeper wage subsidy ends, with one and a half million Australians still receiving that payment. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. A former Liberal staffer says she was raped by a colleague at Parliament House last year. 24-year-old Brittany Higgins says she was assaulted in the office of Defence Minister Linda Reynolds following a night out. Prime Minister Morrison told Parliament he's taking the matter very seriously. Everyone should feel safe in their workplace, wherever that is. Reports today are deeply distressing. The accused man later resigned. Ms Higgins says she will now take the matter to the Australian Federal Police. Police are investigating a shooting at a home in Sydney's west overnight that also saw bullets fired into a neighbouring hospital. Shots were fired into the Auburn townhouse just before 8pm, with officers locating multiple bullet holes in the front of the property. Nobody was inside at the time. Staff at Auburn Hospital later notified police that a stray bullet had shot through a window, striking a nurse in the leg. Racing authorities have reportedly been asked to investigate claims of a major breeding operation which is in breach of the sport's rules. The Herald Sun says Racing Victoria has been asked to probe whether surrogate mares have been used to breed thoroughbred horses. A file from a former employee alleges a surrogate was used to carry the foal of a champion mare who was struggling to conceive. In a landmark deal that will help reshape Australian media, search giant Google has come to an agreement with Seven News to help safeguard Australian journalism. It comes ahead of tough new laws to protect the future of local reporting, with other companies expected to follow. It's a historic deal between Australia's number one news network and the world's biggest search engine. Really underpins our digital future. The Seven West Google agreement helping ensure free, independent Australian news really making sure that you know we, we can come together and, and get that fair compensation uh, for our great new services. The multi-million dollar deal comes ahead of new laws to force internet companies to pay for the free news they profit from. I think what we're seeing here is Google responding to imminent legislation and we would expect to see other platforms like Facebook do the same. Seven West Media Chairman Kerry Stokes called it a great outcome for both parties, saying, Our new partnership recognises the value, credibility and trust of our leading news brands and entertainment content across Seven and West Australian newspapers. And thanking the Prime Minister, the ACCC Chair and the Treasurer for this groundbreaking agreement. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg says he spent his Valentine's Day on the phone to the chiefs of Google and Facebook, hoping to strike a sweetheart deal between the global tech giants 
and our local news providers. Google and Facebook um, are in very uh, productive and constructive talks with the commercial players. I don't think we'll be seeing either Facebook or Google proceed with those threats they've been making about sort of pulling out of Australia. With their money put to good use. You know, we can create good um, Australian-made um, you know, programs that generate a lot of jobs for people. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Consumer watchdog Choice has named Smeg's Fab 38 retro refrigerator the worst fridge ever following independent lab tests, giving it a score of just 22%. One of the biggest problems with it was its appalling temperature fluctuations. It's really not going to provide a very safe place for you to keep your food. Choice found the Smeg model is not only expensive to buy at just under $4,000, but its running costs are a whopping $1,700 over 10 years. It's not just an expression. Broken heart syndrome is real, triggered by extreme emotional trauma. Now a team of Australian researchers is trying to unlock the mystery and the science behind it, hopeful that their findings will have a worldwide impact and save lives. Tormented by 2020. My brother passed away. Um, I took that incredibly hard. Then COVID hit, homeschooling, absolutely my hardest year. Kim's heart couldn't cope. Experiencing chest pain, shortness of breath, nausea. It has a name, broken heart syndrome. You have a surge of stress hormones that essentially stun the heart and make it work less effectively. This is a normal heart. And this is one with broken heart syndrome. The left ventricle has swollen and changed shape, stopping it from pumping blood properly. It's treated with medication. Recovery is four to six weeks. It's rare, but can be deadly. Older women, usually after menopause, are most at risk. And it's becoming more common. What was once, say, six patients a month being diagnosed here is now more like 10. We certainly see more of these syndromes during life-threatening events. Those in the know came to smash the misconception that heart conditions are just a male problem. It doesn't surprise me at all that women don't know that heart disease is something they need to be concerned about because for a long time doctors haven't known. Some treatments that are very well established for men and men's style of heart disease just don't work as well in women. For Kim, it's about turning pain into purpose and helping other women recognise the signs. Jordan Katz, 7 News. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
The first travellers required to stay at quarantine hotels have begun arriving in the UK. All UK citizens and residents who arrive in England after being in a high-risk COVID country now have to isolate in hotels. They'll spend 10 days in quarantine. The red list of 33 countries includes Portugal, Brazil and South Africa. The first batch of coronavirus vaccines has arrived in New Zealand. 60,000 doses were unloaded in Auckland, with vaccinations to begin on February 20. Auckland is currently in the middle of a three-day lockdown after the highly transmissible UK coronavirus variant was found in three members of the same family. Ten people are dead after torrential rain triggered a landslide on Indonesia's main island of Java. Rescue crews are digging desperately in the hope of locating nine others who were missing, including four children. A torrent of soil and rock slid down hills, engulfing at least eight homes and burying those inside under tonnes of mud. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is rising this morning. The Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE surged and Germany's DAX gained 59 points. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei and Hong Kong's Hang Seng closed higher and it was a great day on the Australian markets. The All Lords and the ASX 200 both added almost 1%. On the commodities market, gold is trading at US$1,819 an ounce. Oil is US$60 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying close to US$78, cents, 82 Japanese yen and a dollar seven New Zealand. A new Russian cargo ship has launched into orbit to deliver cargo to the International Space Station. A Soyuz rocket carrying the Progress 77 cargo ship blasted off from Kazakhstan and will arrive at the station in two days' time. It's carrying supplies, including food, water and clothing, for the seven crew currently on board. The unmanned spacecraft will remain docked at the ISS until later this year. The US is in the grip of another dangerous wintry blast with freezing temperatures and heavy snow hitting states as far south as Texas. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. More than 150 million people are under a storm warning. Morning, Jody. Yes, a storm that is hammering almost half the whole US population at the moment. The kind of storm that northeastern states like Maine and states around the lakes like Wisconsin and Michigan actually expect at this time of year, but not Louisiana and Texas, the southern states around the Gulf, which are being hammered by this particular storm. In fact, the governor of Texas has suggested that it might be more snow than Texas has ever ever had in uh, weather recordings history. Uh, there, about 2.7 million Texans are doing without power this morning. Uh, there has been the closure of three of the biggest airports in the United States, or two of them certainly among the largest, including Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, some traffic accidents, 130 crashes in Houston alone overnight as motorists struggle with some of the, the terrible conditions. In fact, have been advised there to remain home and to stay off the roads and the Gulf Coast expecting this kind of weather to continue for another day, particularly concerning in Louisiana, which was dealing with uh, hurricanes just a few months back, late into 2020. Many people there uh, faced with uh, having to go through these winter storms in temporary housing. Jody. 
Remarkable scenes there. OK, thanks, Tim. A dingo has been spotted strolling through the streets of Western Sydney. Residents captured the animal trotting through Glenmore Park overnight. It's understood it escaped from a nearby sanctuary, with keepers asking residents to report any sightings. In sport, Ash Barty is closing in on ending our 43-year winner drought at the Australian Open after beating American Shelby Rogers last night. Barty needed only 71 minutes to dispatch the American in straight sets during their fourth round clash. The world number one will play Karolina Mukova in the quarters after the Czech beat Elise Mertens in straight sets. World number two Rafael Nadal beat Fabio Fognini in straight sets. He'll play Stefanos Tsitsipas in the quarterfinal after Matteo Berrettini pulled out out of their clash last night with an abdominal injury. Pat Cummins has starred in his first taste of captaincy after leading New South Wales to victory in the one-day cup opener. Struggling at four for 73 against Victoria, Steve Smith combined with rising star Ollie Davies to rescue the Blues innings. Smith bludgeoned 127 off 124 balls as New South Wales reached nine for 318. Cummins then tore through Vic's batting lineup, taking three for 38 as the Blues won by 59 runs. Yeah, I might keep that record. That might be me now. I think the 50 overs went a bit quicker than a normal one day because you're just always thinking. Cummins is seen as a potential successor to Tim Payne as test captain. The Brisbane Lions are cruising on top of the AFLW ladder with a percentage of over 500 after crushing West Coast by 45 points. The Eagles trailed by only a point at half-time, but once the teams returned from the break, the Lions showed who's boss. Brisbane kicked 46 points to the Eagles two in the second half to pick up their third win in three games. Brisbane Broncos fans can breathe easy. Katoni Stagg says he isn't going anywhere. The Star Centre has publicly said he wants to remain at Red Hill beyond this year. Staggs has fielded offers of more than $800,000 a year from other clubs but is set to shun them to stay at his boyhood club. I don't want to be anywhere else but here and um, you know, it would be good if I could stay here and you know, I just want to play good footy when I get back from injury. Stagg says he's ahead of schedule in his recovery from a torn ACL. Former Bronco Andrew McCulloch has reported for Dragons training for the first time since his move. The South East Melbourne Phoenix have signed Boomer and former NBA player Ryan Brokoff for the rest of the NBL season. Last night, the Brisbane Bullets got revenge for their big loss to the Adelaide 36ers on Saturday. The Bullets flipped the script, cruising to a 19-point win. They now move up to seventh on the ladder, while the 36ers remain third. The question of whether Holden or Ford is the most expensive car was set to be answered overnight, but a technical error hit during an online auction. The glitch happened with just one minute remaining on a Ford GTHO Phase 3. The auction house claims the most serious bidders hadn't even joined the race yet. The auction's end time will likely be extended through today. It reached 951,000 when the site crashed, shy of the 1.03 million record set by a Holden HSV Malou in late January. Checking the weather around the capitals now. A shower or two for Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. A few showers in Sydney, 25 the top. Cloudy in Canberra, also 25. Mostly sunny in Melbourne today, a top of 31 degrees. Mostly sunny also in Hobart. 33 degrees and sunny in Adelaide. Mostly sunny, 31 the top in Perth. And showers with a possible storm in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday, the 16th of February.